Podcast Answer Man, episode number 298. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this, my friends, is the podcast about podcasting. Helping you take your show to the next level is what it's all about. That's right. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster, if you have been recording for many years, or you haven't quite yet put out that first episode. There's something we can all do to take our show and everything else we do in life to the next level. That's right, my friends. And today, my personal plug of the week is going to be someone who is certainly taking things to the next level in a very big way. I'm so excited about it. Also, in this episode, I am going to share with you some very important information about the podcasting patent lawsuit. And we may even attempt to make a live telephone call to my congressman here in this episode. We'll see how that works out. Also, I'm going to tell you about an application for the iPhone and or iPad that you may want to be aware of. And guess what? That's pretty much all I got to tell you about. Now, I have a bunch of announcements at the end of the show and stuff, but I I pretty much left this, um, the preparation of the notes for what I'm going to cover in this show wide open because I don't know how long it's going to talk take to go through the patent pat yeah easy for me to say the podcast patent update uh, I need a like three p's you know is there another word with a for update that actually starts with a p if anybody can come because I would love to have a triple p a podcast patent powerhouse update I don't know but anyway <laughs> sometimes I wonder why I even hit the record button anyway and I'm sure you do as well but yeah, so those are that's that's really all I'm going to include today. Unless I get through all of this information and then it's only 20 minutes in, I might actually pause the recorder and then go dig out some other questions and pull them in here, answer them and and fill out, you know, at least a 40 minute show. But uh, we'll see how things go. So first off, I, I said I've got somebody who is a personal plug of the week this week who is taking things to a whole new level. And this is Joe Bromba. Now, Joe is somebody who went through my podcasting A to Z course. I think he was either in winter 2012 or he may have just been in this January course. I I didn't look that up before. I I didn't actually research that for my notes, but uh, certainly he's a recent alumnus of the podcasting A to Z course, and he created a podcast called Your W-O-W Money Podcast. And of course, for those of you who are not gamers, which I must admit, um, and and I pretty much lose a little bit of uh, geek cred, I'm sure, but when I fell in love with podcasting, I, I kind of left all the gaming behind. It, it, I, I don't know why. I kind of missed my days, days of gaming. Every now and then, my son Matthew and I will uh, fire up Ages of Empires or Age of Empires 2 on our Mac computers over the network. And we'll play a, you know, a good six to eight hour campaign. Uh, we probably do that once every two to three months. 
but that's about as much gaming as I can get in. And it's a, you know, usually a late night overnight kind of deal. Me and Matt will do that or Matt and I will do that anyway. But, uh, yeah, but you guys have to know the, the gaming, uh, industry is huge. I mean, it's gigantic. You think lost is huge, you know, or was huge, you know, World of Warcraft probably has three times or five times as many fans around the world as Lost. And so what an amazing niche topic to choose to podcast about. Now, of course, if you go into iTunes and search just W.O.W. or World of Warcraft, you'll see there are tons of podcasts out there devoted to this game. But Joe of course, is taking things to a whole new level. As a matter of fact, let me just bring that up. You know, uh, this is something that's come up recently. A lot of people talking about, you know, what's, you know, is it going to be really that valuable for me to create? You know, I want to do something online to promote my brand, but I'm just not sure if I'm going to do a blog or a podcast. I've been thinking about podcasting. I've been leaning towards podcasting, but I'm just not sure if it's the right place. Do you think there's a market for this? I mean, do you think that I'll be able to gain any kind of traction with a with a podcast? I mean, you know, I could easily just fire up a blog. And here's my response to that. There are literally millions upon millions upon millions of blogs out there. And I'm not exaggerating. There are millions of blogs. In iTunes, which is the single most popular, most centralized, everybody who has a podcast almost <laughs> is in iTunes, or they should be. And with that being said, there's only about 200,000 podcasts. And of course, here's the thing. I, we were having a conversation in, in, a, in a Facebook group, and somebody said, only 200,000? I'm like... Well, yeah, and here's the thing. Out of the 200,000, 80% of them suck. I mean, they're horrible. I mean, they're trash content. The content is horrible. The audio quality is horrible. It is, I mean, 80% of the podcasts out there are pure junk. It's horrible content. It is, it it just, it's it's mind-numbingly bad. But 20% are good, or actually 20% are either good or amazing or great or fabulous. And it doesn't take much for you to actually rise to the top. So you might even create a World of Warcraft podcast. And you're certainly, if you do so, you're certainly not going to be the first to the market. All right, there, there, I'm, I'm looking in here. Nick Suberling's in the chat room. He says, there are a ton of podcasts on WOW, World of Warcraft. And he's right, there are a ton. I didn't actually look to see how many, but if I had to guess, I would say there's at least 20 If it, just off the top of my head. It's that popular, and it could even be more than that. So here's the deal. I bet you if we went, matter of fact, you know what, here's the thing. I don't even know this. I don't even know this. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pull up iTunes and I'm going to actually do a search for world. I'm just going to do a search for W.O.W. And I am going to preview a couple of these other podcasts that are out there. And uh, let's see how some of them sound. 
Okay, first result that I looked at here, and I'm previewing each of these uh, before I actually officially record them because I, I don't want anything to get in here. I will tell you that I'm going to click play on episode 89 of Girls Gone Wow. Uh, and this, of course, is a uh, World of Warcraft um, uh, podcast, but I just want you to hear this. Now, I'm not going to say this one is horrible. In fact, this one obviously starts with somebody who is obviously passionate about the product uh, or about the content, the, the the focus here, and that's important. It is important. You know what? You can, here's, this is an actual, this is a mantra. This is like a tagline for me, or this is like a, what do you call that? Um, anyway, this is something, a, 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 a phrase that I live by, and I think, actually, I know for a fact, I haven't heard it from anyone else, but I've come up with this. This is mine, and you can start quoting me for saying this, but I compensate with passion. All right, that, that's me. I compensate with passion. You know, I may not be the greatest public speaker. I may not have the best techniques. I certainly don't have the best slides or whatever the case may be, but I compensate with passion. And of course, that's exactly what Girls Gone Wild does. They compensate with passion because their audio quality isn't the greatest. I'm not going to belittle them for the fact of what you're about ready to hear is a guy who obviously has a pair of headphones and a little boom mic off to the side and it's a little bit too close to his mouth and we're getting some spit noise into the thing. I'm not going to I'm not going to belittle them for that, but here's but listen to the quality of their audio compared to this. Now the thing is is I am going to play just a little bit. And there's a point where he stops talking in the intro and we wait for the other people to start talking in the show and it's and it's like a, it's a very long awkward pause and i thought you know what happened there but anyway i'm going to play for you this is a sample of this is the first one of the first uh world of war uh war, war what is it called world of warcraft uh podcast that i found here you go welcome to girls gone wow a world of warcraft podcast for the smarter people Introducing your hostesses, Syl, EJ, and Raven, and providing the male viewpoint, Rob. And now, with more excitement and booby references than you even thought possible, here we go. Long, awkward pause. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Girls Gone Wow, show 89, creeping closer and closer to show 100. I'm your host, Sil, or as I've been called today by my, my colleagues at work, the Dirty Dutch One. All right, we'll stop there. And um, anyway, that is an explicit podcast, so you want to watch out for it. But anyway, there you go. I mean, and here's the thing. On a scale of 1 to 10... Uh, I'm gonna. Get, I, I would actually rate that podcast right around a six or a seven, right around a six or a seven. And 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 the only reason I give it, you know, that low is just because I'm, I'm an audio snob. If you're not an audio snob like me, you'd probably give that one closer to like a seven or an eight. But it could be a nine or a ten with a little bit more production value on the audio quality. But that just gives you an example. You know what, I, I, let me see if I, well, you know what, that's probably not a good idea for me to do. I was, I was gonna say, I could actually go in and and 
pull out a a really bad one, but that's probably not in good taste. So I won't do that. And hopefully, I, you know, if, if the folks between Girls Gone Wow actually get alerted to the fact that I've talked about them and I've said what I said. Listen, I have the greatest and utmost respect for your show and what you're doing and and applaud you for getting out there. And the fact that you're on 89 episodes and you obviously have a community, awesome stuff. And of course, you know, that that's not very much different from how I started with the Lost Podcast. Matter of fact, your show as it is today sounds a lot better than my Lost Podcast did when I first got started back in 2005. So, uh, again, congratulations. But here's the thing. Joe not only went through the podcasting A to Z and, and you know, learned some of the techniques about how to get the kind of audio quality that you hear with Podcast Answer Man, but I do want to say this. Uh, he also took advantage of the audio branding package that I had shared a couple weeks back with Mike and Isabella Russell. And I wanted to play for you his intro and outro. This, my friends, is amazing. Now, just think about this. You're doing a search in iTunes. You're doing a search in iTunes for World of Warcraft podcasts. And you're doing what I just did. You click play on the first episode listed in each of the, or the most recent episode listed in each of those search results. And as you're listening, you hear a little bit of this, you hear a little bit of that, and then you hear what, you know, and then all, and then all of a sudden you click on Joe's podcast, which by the way, it's the it's called Your Wow Money Podcast. Your World of Warcraft Money Podcast. And here is what you would hear from this point forward when you click play to preview their podcast. Oh. Gold. Gold. And more gold. Do you want to know how to get more gold for free? Stay tuned as two experienced players share their secrets with you. With you. Welcome to your friends, Kerosene, Kerosene Kid, Kid and Beefinator. Beefinator on your World of Warcraft Money Podcast. I got to just say that gives me goosebumps. It almost makes me want to play World of Warcraft, which, by the way, I've never, ever played World of Warcraft, not even for five seconds. I do. I have seen it before on a screen and and I'm sure it's a lot like Age of Empires and I would probably love it and fall in love with it and stuff like that. And I'm not going to play it because I have a very addictive behavior and I probably would never record another episode of a podcast. I'd probably never do another A to Z course, and I would probably never create another digital tutorial in my life. So, but anyway, I would that 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 intro almost makes me want to listen to that podcast and participate in that world. All right. Now, here's the thing. I'm gonna also play for you their outro, and I love how they did the outro for this. This is very unique. They you basically have the announcer kind of start the outro. And then they left a little bit of music and bumper or, uh, you know, a little to go on afterwards where they can talk over the end. Listen to how it's done right here. Okay, boys, it's time to end the podcast now. Now. So, so. (laughs) 
How can the players get a hold of you too? And of course, right here is where they would actually start talking. You can find us here. You can find us on Twitter. You can do this on our website. And this music just kind of plays in the background. And they could talk. And as a matter of fact, I can actually see. I have, uh, let's see here. I have 43 seconds left. And so they. this is a really awesome outro. And I have no doubt that um, you know Mike and Isabella helped them work this out in their in their actual interview process, and just yeah, wow. So that's my personal plug of the week. Your Wow Money Podcast. Your Wow Money Podcast. If you find them, tell them that Cliff sent you from the Podcast Answer Man. And that, my friends, is my personal plug of the week. See? That's exactly how it would end. Anyway, so there you go. And not only that, but uh, since I did mention it, um, I will go ahead and play for you my commercial right now. Podcast Answer Man presents an exclusive audio branding package for podcasters. Where voiceovers, audio producers, singers, and musicians bring together their knowledge and talent to you. Get a one-hour web meeting with an audio branding specialist to discuss your podcast's exact audio needs. A professional intro and outro for your podcast. Plus, three jingles that you can use to transition between segments. Introduce interviews, features, and more. And more. The Podcast Answer Man audio branding package from just $449. Exclusively at podcastanswerman.com slash audio. And the cool thing is, is I'm in regular, constant contact with Mike and Isabella, and I happen to know that there are many of you out there who are working with them to get that personal audio branding done for your show. And I just want to say that I appreciate it. As you guys might imagine, I do get a commission uh, when you go through them. So thank you for that. And of course, be sure to let Mike and Isabella know uh, that it's okay to share your information with me because I would love to highlight some of the stuff that they create for you in future episodes of Podcast Answer Man. Okay, that's my personal plug of the week. See, this is why I knew, I knew that I, I should just really only leave the three topics. Personal plug of the week, podcast patent update, and, and well, and a special application that you're definitely wanna, gonna know about. All right. Let's go ahead and do the podcasting patent update. Now, here's what I want to let you know. I I cannot disclose to you the name of the individual who contacted me. However, I can tell you that a very close friend who is a podcaster informed me that they received a letter from Personal Audio LLC. Now, if you are not familiar with this, then uh, I encourage you to go and listen to the episode, let's see, podcast patent, uh, let's see here, lawsuit. I'm just doing a Google search to find out what episode it was. 292. If you have not heard episode number 292 of Podcast Answer Man, please go to podcastanswerman.com slash 292. You can pause here. Stop, you know, whatever player you're using, hopefully it'll record your space where you're at. If not, you're 19 and a half minutes in and you can always forward back to 19 and a half minutes. But if you have not listened to episode 292, 
where I gave you the introduction of what's going on and how podcasters, uh, how uh, several podcasters have been sued by Personal Audio LLC. You'll want to listen to that episode first. In fact, I'm just going to tell you right now, uh, if you haven't already paused to go listen to it. But anyway, I will tell you that um, the information regarding the podcast patent starts 38 minutes and 54 seconds into episode 292. So again, go to podcastanswerman.com slash 292. And I've got a big red note underneath the uh, patent trademark logo there. Uh, In red, it says when it starts. So go there, podcastanswerman.com slash 292 to listen to it. Now, here's an update. Now that you're very familiar with the initial information that has been released, my friend had received a letter from Personal Audio LLC. And that letter basically indicated that uh, they, you know, they say, hey, we noticed that you're a podcaster. We see this and that. And uh, we want to let you know that we own the patent for podcasting. And uh, if you, you know, here's a here's a link to our patent. And, you know, currently we're in negotiations, you know, and and in the middle of a lawsuit with somebody else who has violated our patent. Uh, Here's a link to some news stories related to our patent. Uh, We are reaching out to you to see if we can negotiate if we can negotiate uh, a licensing a licensing agreement with you, and so yeah, so basically that's it. And, and it's like uh, the letter states, you know, if you'd like, feel free to run this through your patent attorney for your business, and uh, please contact us. You know, blah blah blah. And it's a little bit more threatening than that, uh, but uh, this is. And by the way, I have confirmation that the exact same letter has been sent to several podcasters. And I happen to also know for a fact that some of those podcasters are like Adam Carolla, who have hundreds of thousands, if not million. Well, there's very few people that have millions of subscribers, but uh, who have hundreds of thousands of subscribers. I happen to know somebody who has received the letter from Personal Audio LLC that have only two, three, four thousand subscribers to their podcast. Okay, so they're 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 starting to send out the letters out to the individual podcast producers. Now, um, I do not give legal advice. Will not give legal advice on this podcast. Uh, so uh, just so you know that. However, I am excited to tell you that the Electronic Frontier Foundation, or EFF.org, Electronic Frontier Foundation has decided to take the side of podcasters and help defend our rights to create content without dealing with this patent troll. Now, I had an interview that was scheduled. Many of you may have realized that last week I was supposed to give you an update on the podcasting patent. And I had a uh, an interview scheduled with somebody from with a representative from the EFF. And uh, very unfortunately, that person suffered uh, some second degree burns in an accident and had to cancel our uh, scheduled interview. So uh, we certainly understand and my thoughts and prayers go out to her and, and hope that everything that she recovers well and, and soon. 
but um, I wanted, I, but I, I didn't want to put this off till to wait till I get rescheduled. Uh, but what I can tell you is that the Electronic Fr- Frontier Foundation is involved, and what they want you to do if you are a podcast producer who has received a letter from Personal Audio LLC. Before you respond, they want you to contact the EFF. Contact them by emailing podcasting at EFF.org. Again, that's podcasting at EFF.org. Now, um, I don't think that they're going to tell you to ignore the letter because I, I don't think that they would want to do that. But, um, and and I'm certainly not going to tell you to ignore the letter, but I am going to tell you that I know some people who are ignoring the letter. Um, that's, that's what I will tell you. I do know that. I know some people who have received the letter and I know people who are ignoring the letter. All right. Uh, it is not a, it is not a lawsuit at that point. It is just a, is a request for you to contact them to negotiate a license fee. Now, what is the EFF going to do? I wanted to talk to them. You know, it's my understanding that these people are not going to go and personally represent you if you get sued. Um, I, you know, at all, I, I, I don't know what they could do. As a matter of fact, I was going to, I was going to have them on and ask them, you know, Hey, is there, can we create a, you know, a defense fund or something like that? And we're, we're going to work on that. You know, we'll see what happens, you know, how this goes. However, I do want to give you some things that the electronic fund frontier foundation has asked for me to share with you. They gave me some talking points, if you will. So I'm just going to read those through to you, and we're actually going to potentially make a live call to the Capitol and talk to my congressman. So we're going to see how this works, all right? So here's the, here's the talking points that I'm going to give you. So first talking point, some podcasters are receiving letters from Personal Audio LLC with a request to contact them to discuss license fee, licensing fees. Second talking point. The Electronic Frontier Foundation, also with the tagline, Defending Your Rights in the Digital Digital World, uh, they are calling all podcasters to contact them if they receive such a letter from Personal Audio LLC. If you have such a letter, contact EFF by po- emailing podcasting at EFF.org. They are actually, now this is one of the things that I've noticed is that they are literally calling the personal audio LLC, a patent troll, a patent troll. Uh, and in fact, one of the things they did is in the talking points they gave me is they actually quoted President Obama saying, uh, President Obama recently said that patent trolls are those who do not produce anything themselves and are trying to leverage and hijack someone else's idea and see if they can extort some money out of them. It's not just podcasters who have been targeted, by the way, by these patent trolls. App developers have been on the hook for using click-to-upgrade functions. Companies who use scan to email technology have been targeted. And even little mom-and-pop cafes 
and other various public spaces have been sued because they offer free access to Wi-Fi. My friends, podcasting or patent trolls, they are companies that do not create anything of themselves of their own. They are not out there putting out, you know, they don't have a business model of their own to use the patents for which they own. Their only model is to intimidate and 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 to try to negotiate by using very 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 horrible tactics to get you to sign a license agreement to make money from you. Now I'm you know the, we've all heard many things about the uh, the patent system, patents broken stuff like that, and people can just seem to patent anything. And certainly there are companies like Apple and Samsung that have been in the news fighting back and forth with each other about patents. And you know, some, but here, so, so, so the question is, isn't Apple a patent troll? And the answer is no. Apple is not a patent troll. Apple is a company who produces something. You know, that little, you know, the, one of the cool things about the iPhone that, that I love is when I'm actually scrolling through a very long list and I just take my thumb and swipe it up and it continues to spin and spin and spin. That's, that, that is something that Apple developed. That was their idea for their product that makes their product stand out among all of the others. It, it, was a, it, was, it was a unique selling proposition. It was something that makes them stand out and differentiate themselves from all the other devices out there. And so they created a patent for that technology, for that idea, and it was awarded to them. And yes, they tried to defend it and others. So why is it that Personal Audio LLC would be a patent troll? And by the way, I am not calling them a patent troll. I'm just telling you that other people have because I don't know if personal audio LLC actually has any business model at all where they're actually using the technology of this of this stuff. So, um, again, I'm only reading talking points and sharing with you some things that I've read and seen here before my eyes as talking points anyway. uh, So just want to make that clear. I am not calling personal audio. LLC, a patent troll. But what makes a patent troll a patent troll? A patent troll is a company who is not using that technology, but they either make a patent just with an idea or they find somebody else's idea, make a patent, or they actually find somebody who else had an idea, made a patent, but didn't do anything with it, but went and purchased that patent for the use of their business model, which is actually coercing people to sign licensing agreements or threatening to sue. Let me give you some numbers. Again, I'm turning now back to the talking points. In 2011, patent trolls directly cost companies at least $29 billion. The damage to the economy as a whole has been estimated to close to $100 billion per year. The majority of companies targeted by patent trolls have less than $10 million in annual revenue. And listen to this. I want you to hear this very closely. Of the most frequently litigated patents, this, this is actually the ones who actually assert, eight, you know, those who actually asserted in eight or more lawsuits. So basically anyone, the most frequently litigated, the ones that actually go to trial, In those cases, 
the trolls, patent trolls only win 9.2% of the time. That's right, my friends. Any of, if you look at the most frequently litigated, the, the, the most frequent patent lawsuits that actually go to trial, the trolls only win 9.2% of the time. That means you have a 98.8%, no, yeah, 9.2? Holy crud. I just did math. Hold on. <laughs> so let's do 100 minus 9.2. Uh, yeah, 90.8. Yeah. Okay, so you have a 90.8, 91% chance. I don't do math live. I hate math. Anyway, you have a 91% chance of success. Thank you, Tom Snively, in the chat room. You have a 91% chance of winning this thing. So by golly, what does that mean? That means if you get a letter from Personal Audio LLC and you basically get, you know, you get this, You if you were, let's. by the way, I'm talking pure hypothetical situation here. I am not giving legal advice. This is all hypothetical. I do not recommend you do any of this. Here's, here's the deal. You get the letter from Personal Audio LC. And it says, hey, we'd like to talk to you about a licensing agreement. We noticed that you're benefiting from podcasting. We, we want to make sure that you're doing that legally and that you have the authorization and, and everything filled out so that, you know, you don't run into any problems. Contact your patent lawyer. Of course, you don't have a patent lawyer. So let's just say you just take that letter and you throw it right into the shredder. All right. After you've scanned it, of course, using your ScanSnap iX500 scanner. Is it iX500? Yeah, it is. I love this scanner. Uh, anyway, and by the way, uh, if, if I know that Daniel's like, wait a second, did he get that scanner? I did. Uh, and and yes, they did offer to give it to me for free, and they wanted it back after I was done, and I'm like, you know what, forget it. i just go get my own. So anyway, <laughs> what was that about? I have no idea why I shared that. <laughs> anyway, where? what was I going to say? Oh, so, so you've scanned your letter, and then, and then... You you shred it, and and then all of a sudden you get the next letter, and the next letter is actually a little bit more threatening. You know, you you have thirty days to contact us, and then you ignore that letter, and then after that you get the letter that says, you know, if you don't contact us, you know, right away, you know, within twenty four hours of receiving this letter, blah blah blah. You know, we have no other recourse other than to to send you to, you know, we're going to sue you, and then. You ignore that letter and then you get the lawsuit. And then you're actually, now you're in a court case with them. You're going to have to hire attorneys. You're going to have to pay legal fees. You're, and, and here's the thing. I've, I, I, I know some patent attorneys and they said there's pretty much no chance that they could win, you know, and stuff like that. And again, I'm not going to give you the names of the people who said that. Uh, that, that said that this is, you know, this would certainly be invalidated in a court of law. You know, it doesn't, you don't even have to have them. It, but here's the deal. I'm not telling you that that's the truth. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer and I don't know if those people are anywhere near correct and I don't care. Uh, so, so please understand not giving you legal advice here, but here's the deal. Even, even if you win, even if you are 91% certain to win, you're still 
going to have to spend all of your time in court with your lawyers and yes, accumulating all kinds of legal fees and court costs just to defend yourself against a patent lawsuit. And I've been told that these can go on for years. And I've been told that it can cost hundreds of thousands of dollars or even in excess of a million dollars. So the idea is what they want you to do is they want you, they want to send you a letter and, and they try to get you into a licensing fee to squeeze as much money as they think that they can get out of you. And, and then if you don't agree, then what they will do is they will sue you. They will or or they will actually threaten to sue you. And when they threaten to sue you, they're always going to threaten to sue you uh, and, and, and actually tell you that, you know, you either pay this fee to us for licensing or we're going to sue. And your option at that point in time is to either leave your business or your podcast or whatever the case may be or to to fight them in law in in the court of law and you will be out all the expenses and they know how much it costs to defend their lawsuit and it's almost always just easier to pay the stupid licensing fee now here's the thing if i had to pay a licensing fee to podcast i could afford it today I thank God every day for the financial blessings that have come about from all of my podcasting and and my my coaching and consulting and everything else that I've done. But it took me years to get here, and I certainly don't would don't think I'd ever would have gotten here had I had to pay fees in the early part, you know. But I could I could pay a fee today to continue to podcast. However, I have no idea what that fee would even be, but. The fact is, is this is still a something that needs to be filed. This is something that is just flat out wrong, not just with podcasting. This is the same for the people who are app developers who are getting sued by these patent trolls. Uh, This is the same. This is just I mean, this is just wrong for it's just this is a fight that needs to be fought about the companies who are suing a little mom and pop coffee shop for giving free access to Wi-Fi without paying a license. Seriously, just to offer any, because somebody has a, a patent on that. And it's not a patent that from these, these, these are the companies, again, a patent troll is somebody who isn't doing anything with it. They didn't even come up with the idea. They bought, many of these companies bought the patent with the, pers- with the understanding that this could be in their portfolio for which they could sue people. Or threatened. Actually, actually, it's they don't even want to really sue you. They don't. They actually want to to negotiate the fee. They want to extort money from you. Anyway, so I shared with you the numbers. There you go. The Shield Act is what I want to tell you about. Now I'm back to the talking points. The Shield Act. It's S H I E L D. The Shield Act. There are two members in Congress. Representative Peter DeFazio, and I believe he's a Democrat for, from Oregon, and Representative Jason Shavitz, Republican from Utah. They just introduced legislation that would make life harder for patent trolls. 
Now, I do want to let you know that I am in con- can, uh, contact with uh, Republican uh, Representative Peter DeFazio's uh, office, and I've already uh, been in communication with his uh, secretary, and there is a very good chance that I may be able to get him for an interview here for a future episode of Podcast Answer Man. However, I want to tell you a little bit about what I know about the SHIELD Act. The bill is being called the SHIELD Act, obviously. Under the SHIELD Act, if the patent troll loses in court because the patent is found to be invalid or there is no infringement found, then it mu- that company, the patent troll, must pay the other party's side of the costs for the court fees and all other legal fees. And those fees would likely reach into the millions. So basically, if personal if the shield if the shield act were law today, personal audio LLC could still sue you. They could still threaten you. They could still do all of these things. But then if you fight them and you you spend the next 2 years of your life uh, defending the fact that you know that you are not infringing upon their patent, or you're you're easily it's you know basically your uh, eternity eternity <coughs> excuse me eternity actually uh, shows that the the patent which should have never been issued it, it it's not even a valid patent because of prior such and such all of that good legal jargon stuff anyway. What happens is, sure, you're going to be out your time, but all of the money that you, all the hundreds of thousands of dollars that you've spent over the years for your attorney fees and court costs and all of that other stuff, all of that would be reimbursed to you. Now, this is what this is going back to the talking points. It says, we think the threat of paying those fees will have a chilling, a real chilling effect on the troll business model. With this act, those facing troll lawsuits have little incentive to fight back. They can choose to spend millions of dollars and years of their lives in in court and, if they win, can achieve little more than the knowledge that they did the right thing. But under the SHIELD Act, they can at least hope to recover their costs. Such a law could cause companies like Personal Audio LLC and other patent trolls to back off on their attack. So there you go. There you go. Now, here's the last talking point. Please show your support for the SHIELD Act. This is not law yet. Please contact your representatives and tell them that you want them to make the shield act law and here is how you do it and by the way this uh, every single podcaster listening to my voice in the united states needs to do this i don't usually should on people actually sometimes i do i tell you what you should do all the time i shouldn't do that <laughs> I should stop. Anyway, stop shooting on people. Anyway, so here's what I would love for every single podcaster to do. Go to EFF.org. That stands for Electronic 
Frontier Foundation, EFF.org slash shield. And then put in your zip code, read, read, read whatever it says there, and then put in your zip code and it will give you the phone numbers of your representatives. Now, here it is. Finally, a bill to blah, blah, blah. And it talks a little bit about everything I said. So I'm at, uh, I went to EFF.org slash shield. I'm putting in my zip code right now. I'm hitting the submit button. It's loading the data. Now, here, here's the thing. It automatically does an email. It's got the shield support. It gives you the subject and it gives you your letter. And uh, I can see that I have Representative uh, Thomas Massey. I have Senator Mitch McConnell and Senator Ron Paul. And it's got their phone numbers. And now here's the deal. I encourage you to enter in your first name, your last name, uh, your email address, put in your street address. You have to put in your address. And then go ahead and hit send your message. Now, before you do that, though, I, and I will tell you, putting in your name and emailing this in, it does have an impact, but it will have five times the impact if you call. And so, my friends, that's what we're going to do here. Uh, I've got another 15 minutes, and the first one I'm going to do, I'm calling uh, Rep- Representative Thomas Massey, and uh, I'm going to call 1202-225-225. Three, four, six, five, and let's see what we get here. Let me uh, hit the button. Congressman Nash's office. Hi, this is Cliff Ravenscraft from Northern Kentucky, and I wanted to call and see if I can uh, beg Representative Massey to support the Shield Act. All right, and um, one moment, please. May I get your name again? My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. That's C L I F F. Yes. Ravenscraft, R-A-V-E-N-S-C-R-A-F-T. Great. And where are you calling from? I am from Northern Kentucky. All right. Great. And uh, in which in which town? I live in Hebron, Kentucky. Okay. Absolutely. And and, and I um, and I am a voting individual. And and the Shield Act is probably one of the most important acts to help protect my business. Yeah, support Shield. Right, excellent. And uh, do you have anything else you'd like to answer? Just just if you could forward that information to Re- Representative Massey, that would mean a lot to me. Absolutely. I'll be sure to do that. And and I will be looking for his vote and, and deciding what I do in the next election based upon it. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you, sir. And you have a good day. Thank you very much. All right. One down, two to go. Senator Mitch McConnell. One, two, oh, two, 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 four, two, five, four, one. Thank you for calling Senator McConnell's Washington, D.C. office. If you are calling between 8.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. Eastern Time and receive this message, our office is experiencing a high volume of calls. That's good. If you are calling before 8.30 a.m. or after 6 p.m. Eastern Time or on the weekend, our office is closed. Please call back during our office hours or visit our website at www.mcconnell.senate.gov. Thank you. Oh, so then voicemail, huh? Ah, that stinks. All right, so we'll have to call them back later. Let's go ahead and call Senator Ron Rand Paul. So let's get him on the line here. 
one two oh two 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 four four three four three Thank you for calling the Washington office of Senator Rand Paul. We cannot take your call right now, but please leave a message. Thank you. Hi, yes, my name is Cliff Ravenscraft. That's C-L-I-F-F-R-A-V-E-N-S-C-R-A-F-T. Again, that's Cliff Ravenscraft, and I live in Hebron, Kentucky. And I wanted to contact uh, Senator Paul and let him know that I very much want him to do anything and everything possible to support and pass the SHIELD Act and make that law. Uh, The SHIELD Act, of course, is the one that deals with patent lawsuits and uh, would force patent troll companies to pay the legal fees uh, for the other party if they lose and find out that uh, the patent was not valid or that there was no infringement. This is the most important uh, act that has been introduced in Congress that is important for my business. Um, I personally have voted for Senator Paul. I worked on his campaign. I also did live streaming of one of his town hall meetings. So um, please let him know that, that I am a supporter. Uh, And I will continue to support him in any way possible as long as he does do anything possible to support the S.H.I.E.L.D. Act. If there would ever be a vote against it, I would probably withdraw all of my support and actively work against him. So this is extremely important to me. Please forward my message to Senator Paul to let him know that I very much encourage him to support the S.H.I.E.L.D. Act. Thank you very much. Bye bye. So there you go. I just need to get through to Senator McConnell later, and I'm going to go ahead and type in my first name and my last name here, and then I'm going to type in my email address and my street address. Give me one second. And there we go. And send my message. And... There we go. Okay, so for Senator McConnell, it says he has requested more information. So my title is Mr. My topic is, uh, let's see if I can see here. Congrats. Internet radio TV. That'll work. Uh, Actually, I don't know if that, that's not necessarily what I want. What do I want this to be? This. Yeah, you know what, it doesn't, I'm just going to put other, actually, is what I'm going to do, and so I'm going to submit that one, and uh, let's see here, we'll just put, is there an other on here? So you might actually have to go in when you do your email, it's going to ask you for some other things, and I am looking for a category that, small businesses, there we go, that's the one I'm going to do for Senator Paul. So that's it. There you go. I did my duty. Well, except for with uh, Senator McConnell, of course, he did get the email. But uh, that's all I ask you to do. Go to EFF.org slash shield, my friends. EFF.org slash shield. And that is my update for you. Now, the next thing I want to let you know 
is uh, the application that I've been teasing at the front of the show. And it is from our great friends, uh, or great friend, Vladimir, over at SpeakPipe. He has uh, released an iOS application that works both on the iPhone and the iPad. And this application now will allow your listeners to send you voice message, not only through the website or the voicemail page that you may have already set up with them, but now they can actually send you a voice message right from their iPad or their iPhone. Uh, So that is pretty cool. Now they can actually do this by using your email address that is associated with your SpeakPipe account. Now, Vladimir, if you happen to be listening to this um, episode, which I'm sure you will, uh, my email address for SpeakPipe is cliff at ravenscraft.org. That is my main address. That's that's. I mean, if you ever get an email from me, that's what you're going to get it from. Uh, cliff at ravenscraft.org. But here's the thing. Most people never even know that. Um, there, m- Most people would either type in like feedback at podcastanswerman.com or feedback at gspn.tv or cliff at podcastanswerman.com. So one request that I would have for you is the possibility for us to go into our account and associate multiple email addresses into our account so that if people go and type in that address, boom, it pulls up our page. Now for those, now you can also use our SpeakPipe, uh, um, it's our user ID, which is the whatever the slug or the URL slug that you use for your SpeakPipe voicemail page. Mine, by the way, is GSPN. Stands for Generally Speaking Production Networks. It's the same as my Twitter ID, twitter.com slash GSPN. But if you actually go into the SpeakPipe application, I'm going to do it right now. And uh, let's see here. I'm, let me pull it up closer. It's I love this application. I think it's a great idea. So I've got my iPad here. And I am going to uh, do, okay, so I'm going to hit send, and then I'm going to type in GSPN and then hit uh, return to search. And now it actually pulls up my my widget or my page. It says, uh, send a voice message to Podcast Answer Man or any of our other GSPN.TV shows. Start with telling us your name, where you're calling from, and what show your feedback is for. Now I am going to hit the start record button, start recording button. Hi, this is a test. I am actually recording this from my iPad. And if I wanted to, this could be how I submit audio feedback and questions for future episodes of your show. I'm going to hit stop. I'm going to put in. Now, I've got it set to where they could put in their name is anything they want uh, or it could be optional. I'm just going to type in test and I'm going to hit send. All right. And now. It said it uploaded it. It says your message was successfully sent. So now what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to go to my SpeakPipe page, which, by the way, you can actually play and and preview and listen to your um, voicemails from this application as well. But here, check this out. Hi, this is a test. I am actually recording this from my iPad. And if I wanted to, this could be how I submit audio feedback and questions for future episodes of your show. There you go. So that's that. It's that simple. I absolutely love it. Um, it says here that the app gives you the access to your SpeakPipe inbox, and it says you can even listen to and even reply to messages. I, I didn't even know that. So I could actually click on here. I'm going to click on a message on my iPad, and there it is. And yes, I sure enough, I can actually reply 
uh, right there from the app. Very cool. Uh, very cool first edition. I mean, the UI could use a little tweaking here and there, but I mean, I'm sure that'll get worked out. But man, this it works great and absolutely love it. Vladimir, you continue to impress me, my friend. And uh, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell you about a secret project or if it, I don't know if it is a secret project, but I happen to know that he is uh, Vladimir is working on a feature that would blow out. I mean, th- th- hands down, I would actually never recommend anything other than SpeakPipe for all your voice feedback needs from your community. Uh, I won't tell you about it now because I, I know that he and I have just been having some email conversations. So I just in case he chooses not to do it, which I'm about 85 percent sure he will. So, but anyway, just just know this, some things coming up in the very near future for SpeakPipe. Well, I'm glad I only spent, uh, I'm glad I only uh, had three topics for today. You know, I've got the very long personal plug of the week. Uh, congratulations again to Joe for that wonderful, amazing uh, stuff. But let me go ahead and uh, start playing the music here. And then, of course, we had the patent update. And then we also had the SpeakPipe iPhone, iPad announcement application announcement anyway so uh real quickly here got some announcements that i'll run through here at the end of the show uh bluehost signups i want to say thank you to braxton brady.com braxton b-r-a-x-t-o-n brady.com for using my bluehost affiliate link as you guys know if you use my bluehost affiliate link when you sign up for a hosting account uh, I do earn a very generous commission. It's not a small commission. It's not at all. It is a very generous commission, and and it and it, it is a great blessing to to be able to have that come in. And so, if you are looking for hosting, head over to podcastanswerman.com/slash/hosting for a blog post with all of my thoughts on hosting. Next up, I want to tell you about Social Media Marketing World in San Diego, California. Coming up April 7th through the 9th. And my friends, I'm bringing my entire family of five to San Diego. And yes, we will be hosting a gspn.tv community meetup. Would love to have each of you to come and participate in that And I don't have the date and time for that yet. But just know that it's coming up. More details to come later. Social Media Marketing World. I will be speaking at that conference, doing a solo session, and also leading a panel session with myself, uh, Michael Stelzner, Pat Flynn, and Derek Halpern. It is going to be a blast, and you'll want to be there. Anyway, if you want to, you can sign up using my affiliate link at gspn.tv slash social media. Again, that's gspn.tv slash social media. Also, I am going to be going to the SCORE conference in Orlando to take my speaking to a whole new level. I talked a lot about that last week. Just go to SCORE conference.tv that's s-c-r no s-c-o-r-r-e conference.tv s-c-o-r-r-e conference.tv use promo code cliff to save $100 off for that conference and by the way it is not it is a very intensive training public speaking conference I am looking forward to it. I just learned 
that uh, my great friend John Morgan's going to be there. John Morgan, two episodes ago, I had him on. I did an interview. He's the George W. Bush impersonator. He's going to the SCORE conference. I'm so excited, John. Can't wait to see you there, my friend. And uh, also, Podcast Answer Man audio branding package. Get your own amazing intro done by Mike and Isabella Russell and their great team of people. Podcastanswerman.com slash audio for that. And of course, as always, I thank you for your ratings and reviews in iTunes. Head over to podcastanswerman.com slash iTunes link to leave me a rating and review in iTunes. God bless you all. Until next time, take everything you do to the next level.